thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, in what will not be a very timely announcement for many, the NHMRC's new draft guidelines recommend that people drink no more than 10 standard drinks per week to reduce the health risks, especially cancer. The NHMRC have also retained the recommendation to not drink more than four drinks in one sitting. They state that the link between drinking and developing a number of different cancers is now more certain. These latest recommendations come after three years of research into the pros and the cons of alcohol. We're not saying this is a safe level, says NHMRC professor Anne Kelso. The less you choose to drink, the lower your risk of alcohol-related harm. Professor Kate Conagrave, chair of the NHMRC Alcohol Working Committee and professor of addiction medicine at Sydney's Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, says that there are around 4,000 alcohol-related deaths per year and more than 70,000 hospital admissions per year, and that alcohol is linked to more than 60 medical conditions, particularly numerous cancers. And a lot of the information has come out over the last 10 years, in particular about the risks from cancer, even starting from reasonably low levels of drinking. There's also a strengthening of evidence supporting not only no alcohol during pregnancy, but also no alcohol when planning to conceive. It's very important that if a woman is planning to get pregnant, or if she feels it's likely she might get pregnant, to avoid alcohol before she conceived, Professor Conagrave said, And as far as breastfeeding mums, they say not drinking alcohol is safest for the baby. There's also bad news for teenagers wishing to enjoy a drink over the festive season, with a strong warning now suggesting that children and young people under 18 years of age simply should not drink. Professor Conagrave said the guidelines for teenagers were critical due to emerging evidence on the impact of alcohol on brain development. There's also increased uncertainty about the protective effect of drinking or the glass or two of red wine is good for you argument. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that in Australia, I think we do have an unhealthy drinking culture, though subjectively, it does seem to be getting better. I think there's a lot of pressure on people in Australia to drink and not a lot of understanding all of the time when people choose not to drink. Having said that, we need to, I guess, take this evidence with a pinch of salt when we consider things like the longevity studies and the blue zones around the world, where if we look at the Icarians in Greece, then they drink two to three glasses of wine per day. Now, bear in mind, they often water down their wine. So it may be that they are within this 10 drinks per week limit. But it is worth bearing in mind that the people who are living longest and perhaps healthiest around the world, some of them are consuming not insignificant amounts of alcohol. So whilst this is based on the best available research and evidence there at the moment, I think we need to broaden out and take a bit of a bigger picture around this as well. I think it's really worthwhile considering why you drink. Now, for many people, it's more than just biochemistry. There are social, physical, even mental, emotional aspects that come into this. Now, some of those may be positive. Some of those may be negative influences on both our decision to drink and the impact of drinking on our health and well-being. But once again, there is a broader picture at play here. So I also think it's really important to consider the quality of your drink and the quality of what you're mixing your drink with. You know, I think there's likely to be a very big difference between having a drink on ice or perhaps with soda water versus having a drink with a sugary mixer or having a sugar-laden cocktail, you know. So I, I think considering the quality of what you're drinking, is it organic? Is it preservative-free? Are you mixing it with a mixer that may be adding to the health detriment in your body? Are all things that should be considered when you're thinking about your drinks you're having over this Christmas period. So 
I think enjoy your festive season in moderation. Do what's best for you as a whole person. Take this research on board. I think it is the best available evidence that is there at the moment. Consider that maybe the evidence and the suggestion we've had to drink two glasses of wine a day and that that might be good for us might have been a little bit off the mark, but have a wonderful Christmas nonetheless. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. And if you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.